What's that? What is GoFundMe page? Because I click on the donate button. What do you, what do you do? Uh huh. And then right. What's that? Oh, huh. I see. And then that. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Okay. What? Um. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Go ahead. Uh. What was that? Okay. Huh? Let's go ahead and say that again. Okay. I. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Is wow. It's been over one long year since this song started. Watching movies, bad, strange, and weird, commandeer. <laughs> By Commodore Steve. By Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I, I'm Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. My turn on to French poodles, Chinese Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael This is the only good part of the song. Michael? I, it should be longer. We should just play this part. Sure, I have no problem with my name being repeated. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl, who wrote the theme song and helped uh, intro the song while my headphones went dead on me. Uh, Carl, mm -hmm. hi, how are you, man? All right, great, that's, great. That's great. Happy to be here. I'm glad you are here. Uh, we are doing this live as, as a live feed on mutinyradio.fm every Sunday at 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can follow our iTunes, our Stitcher, our uh, TuneIn at i. Uh, L W A F L M O Y T, and uh, we're going to watch a full-length movie. Carl, what's the movie? Today we are going to see The Werewolf of Washington, 1973. Uh -huh. So go to YouTube and put into the YouTube search The Werewolf of Washington, 1973. Werewolf, everybody knows it's W E R E Wolf, right? Uh, right, Word, but we, everybody knows that. And everybody knows we're going to be doing jokes about that werewolf a hundred times today. Uh, <laughs> So that's The Werewolf of Washington, 1973. Go to YouTube and search. Okay. Now, Mike, you'll have to help me out with the one to pick. Okay, which I uh, originally gave you one that was, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe Okay, it was... so I'm, I'm watching on my phone right. with the one you messaged me. What's... So you, you don't know what it's, okay, so let me try to find it. Um, I guess is it class, it's Classic Movies Channel. Uh, yes, it is. Classic Movies Channels. 126 subscribers. 126K. Wow. Well, that's great. Well, they have actually a fantastic collection. They have Detour. They have Carnival of Souls. They have all this weird Captain stuff. Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. That was uh, Michael York, maybe? I forget. Yorked it up. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So, we recommend this channel, and this is where we're going to be watching Werewolf 
of Washington uh, from uh, 1973. 1973. Which maybe is a lie. Well, let's uh, wait till we start the movie. We want you to watch this movie on YouTube with us and listen to the podcast at the same time for the full entertainment value uh and uh if you ever want to contact us we are on twitter at l-w-a-f-l-m-o-y-t uh carl we are blessed by the presence of paul brumbaugh who is here and mr paul brumbaugh he's our countdown man he's gonna count down uh this movie and if there's an ad i love this segment if there's an ad i will mute it and make my own ad okay sounds good all right, so um, I hope, hope you guys have your hot little finger going. How's it going, Carl? All right, good. Good to hear you. I am a subscriber. There we go. We love Edge of Insanity. Check I it out. I pay subscribers. <laughs> Here we go. All right, you guys, get your finger hovering over that triangle. And in three, two, one, go. All right. We're off to the Thank races. you, Paul Brumbaugh. Look at it's this. It's a triangle, by the way. It's the laziest uh, opening credits. Oh, no, it isn't. It's the actual movie. Yeah, it goes right to the movie. Now. And we hear a voiceover of Jack, our hero. This is before he turns. It's the Werewolf of Washington, an ABC television special. (laughs) Hey, you told me it was the Werewolf of Wall Street, dude. You said Washington. (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, you, I'm a jokester, dude. You know what? We had uh, uh, Paul Brumbaugh on his show, The Edge of Insanity, promoted yeah. this show uh, with uh, uh, Patrick Carlin. And Patrick Carlin goes, oh, have fun, Michael, watching, Mike, watching your uh, van- werewolves go apeshit. Movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we'll be watching. Werewolves we going apeshit. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Oh, I talked over his, I, I talked over his talk. And Michael Dunn as Patrick Kiss. As Dr. Kiss. Now, what he said in the beginning was, I am in love with the president's daughter. But that's fucked up. So I'm, uh, he's a journalist, so he had himself sent to Hungary so that he wouldn't be around. But the president is calling him saying, look, you owe something to your country, not as a as a journalist but you can be my press secretary in hungary so has to go back to washington oh i see and this is all in the introduction while full moon mm-hmm. shows all right nina shulman and it's ivanka trump it's no it's amy mm-hmm. carter who is it this is ivanka when she was really quite young uh-huh and she was rebellious against donald gotcha Milton Moses Ginsburg, this was his baby. When he was growing up in the Bronx, <coughs> he went to see this movie alone. Uh, it was The Wolfman with Lon Chaney. Okay. And he was traumatized. He never saw another horror film, he said. Huh. That's like me now, and watching Big Mama's House, too. I just swore off horror films. I, at never, I never looked at big boobs ever again. <laughs> okay, so you see he's got this cane. It's made of silver, and it looks like the 1941 um, uh, werewolf movie, Kane. And that's why he's using it. He got traumatized by that movie. Uh, Is is that what Dean Stockwell was just holding, that silver thing? Yeah, and if you watch the Lon Chaney werewolf movie, that thing is prominently throughout. So there's that no kills the werewolf. Nobody carries a cane, but a guy is a werewolf because it's a movie reference. Well, this this 
it's made of silver, and the girlfriend Giselle gave it because it could, not because it's Carol. Oh, yeah, something's gonna happen. He's gonna be like now in Hungary. They say that's called a pee rash. They just had a pee rash. They nearly ran over a motorcyclist who's hanging out. And the motorcyclist goes, I'm a fucking cyclist. Fuck you, car driver. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Fuck. I don't have to wear a helmet. He's not wearing a helmet. No, he's wearing a yeah. vest and a flannel, which is really a great fashion statement. If you're a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> or Jason. Now, you see his car is kissing the tree. His car is croaked. His he's car is kissing the airport. Can he call uh, HAA, Hungarian Automobile <laughs> Association? That's H, single the HAA. Here are gypsies. So, yeah. By the way, Giselle's right there on the left. Uh huh. Never in another movie ever again. She looks terrific. She wears that hat very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or vice versa. Was she uh, turned into a werewolf and never seen again? She like she's never seen in the movies again, but she's also never seen as soon as he gets on the plane and goes to Washington. She's on the phone with him at one point, but she's like a nobody character. Okay, so he's talking to these gypsies and he's like, please help me, please uh-huh. help me. I need to do the quantum leap. And then... Because he's Dean Stockwell. Right. From TV's from, Quantum Leap. Yeah. And from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Blue Velvet. Mm-hmm. And Jag, who nobody ever has seen. In, uh, Jag, he's from Jag. Yeah, but Admiral Al Kalavitki, I'm reading, from Quantum Leap, 1989. Okay, so the gypsy woman is saying, you are fool, you are sure to go home. And Dean Stockwell's going, hey, you jerk, you made me smash it through a tree I gotta get to the airport can you give me a little help <laughs> like, you need to go home and I'm not telling you why I won't just say there's a freaking werewolf Is go really- home they actually were gonna have uh, macho man savage do that part you snap me into a tree kind of thing kind of would be good listen it's I gotta I, I'm working for President Trump I have to go to America oh President Trump eh and then they bite him into right this way to America <laughs> drops him off a Trump of uh, a pit uh oh there's howling by the way Gazelle is played by a woman named Catelyn Kayle and I thought it was interesting because Caitlin Caitlin I should say Caitlin's like a, a name of the 2000s you know it's really not a she was ahead of her time she was a OG Caitlin yeah <laughs> Oh, this sexy woman walks into the nightclub. And she goes, OMG, Dean. And <laughs> Dean's like, What is that? I don't get that reference. Right. I'm ahead of my tongue. <clears throat> That's the postal address. So now he's saying, Listen, you just stay here <clears throat> and I'll go get help, which is like the dumbest move. Then they separate. Oh, so he's stuck with his busted car and a bunch of uh, wolves howling. Yeah, and gypsies who are, like, not going to help him and are very cryptic. They don't explain why he should get indoors. They're late for auditions for the movie Snatched. (laughs) Playing background gypsies. You see the (coughs) cane. He He heard a howl, so he took the cane and he ran off. 
Yes, he has his cane. Look, you saw the werewolf, right? It was yeah. a dog. I don't know, guys, why they do a dog because the dog. When he becomes a werewolf himself, he's not a dog. He's a wolfman. Yeah. Okay, so the dog bites them, and now he's whacking. Now he's the dog whacking that dog with a silver club. And that it's will the, kill. He doesn't know it, but that kills the werewolf. And it feels great. Have you ever done that? Whack a dog to death? I, yes, I've whacked off a dog. It didn't feel great for me, but he wow. loves it. Dog gave it five stars, and you'll. <laughs> you were a Uber driver. You gave him five stars. Dog. I, I was just helping him out, you know. There's a good movie where. Like, you ever see the movie where these werewolf-less dogs, a wolf's fight a man? It's called The Gray. Liam Nielsen, and they're like, let's not have werewolves. No, the gray had just regular wolves. Yeah, they were not werewolves. <laughs> it was a twist. See, he was always looking for the wor- wor- wolves to, you know, to kill them and protect, you know, the workers. So he'd be like, werewolves, <laughs> werewolves, click, click, werewolves. Werewolf. Dunde Lobo. Dunde Lobo. Good one. So, yeah. So, where that's good just don't it's <laughs> <laughs> like the worst fun ever man I love Donde Lobo <laughs> oh man this is a oh the camera's moving closer watch okay, this okay so what's happening is here they're at the they're at the they're with the police uh huh and and you know Dean Stockton's like or Jack right Jack is like Dude, I killed a man. I thought it was a dog. I beat him to death. Poof, he turned into a gypsy. <laughs> and the uh, the cop is like, hey, forget about it. You just go home to America. And and Stockwell's freaking out. Like, you see the picture of Lennon over his shoulder? Sure. Isn't that cool? Look well, at Lennon with his beard. When God gives you Lennon posters, you know, make Lennon, Lennon poster aid. <laughs> That's another good pod. <laughs> I'm not stealing that. Uh, may I please steal that? Yeah, of course. Okay, Lennon Aid. You know, it's funny. I tried, uh, you, you acknowledged a joke of mine, and I said, oh, I should try that joke. Just dead silent. I, said, I knew the job interview was going bad when the guy asked me, Mike, where do you see yourself in five minutes? <laughs> where do you see yourself in the next, oh, say? Next five minutes. <laughs> When God gives you Lennon poster Yeah, uh-huh. make Lennon poster eight. Make Lennon eight. Lennon poster eight. <clears throat> okay, so the cop is like, forget about it, go home, because the cop knows the truth, that it's a werewolf. Right. You no, know? he didn't really. Okay, now this is Oh, the I got an mom. advertisement. Oh, okay. No, this keep going, keep mother. going. I'm good. It's the mom of who he killed. Look how Dean's pledging allegiance. He's really holding his wounds. Oh, yeah. Well, and the you, woman's like, I don't mind that you killed my son at all. He's gone to a better place. He was cursed, and now you've freed him. <laughs> and Stockwell still doesn't understand that there's, we're talking about werewolves here. Right. He doesn't get it. He's like, sure, I would hate to be hit by a silver bullet. Who wouldn't? <laughs> oh, by the way, since you said silver bullet, it's all, not just the cane. It's also a silver bullet. But he, he could kill this himself with that gypsy. silver cane. This is the gypsy that he met in the woods, by the way. And we learned that 
you killed my son, but she's not mad at all. Oh, yeah, she's into it. She further warns Jack that if he was bitten by the werewolf himself, he will become a werewolf on the next full moon. And, uh, of course, Jeff, you know, um, Jack being, you know, thoroughly modern man, he scoffs and gets on the airplane back home. This will protect you, my son. You're a kook, lady. Look at how hard it is to get on. Wouldn't you be disappointed? You'd be like, can I be a mummy? Or like a vampire? <laughs> yeah. I had to get bit by a werewolf. A werewolf? That's all I was. That's only eight days a week, a month. <laughs> and yeah, that's not a lot. Yeah. And I don't remember my plunder. <laughs> and wolf, I'm not really committed to wolf. Can I just be like shapeshifter? Bite, have a Dracula bite me, and then I'm a I'm immortal. Right. I yeah, I'm immortal. Around with people, I can make a girl just like me because she smells my pheromones. <laughs> uh, is he looking in the toilet? He's he's dropped on the uh, toilet. <clears throat> That's a I toilet know. shot. There's the flushing. So he puts it in the... Toilet. Okay, so why? I don't understand. I kind of forgot that scene, believe it or not. He made a number two. (laughs) Right now he is in... um, uh, He's in Washington. And this film does that all the time. It just jumps. Right. Without explanation. You could tell it's Washington because it says Trump Hotel on the... uh... Well, we're really going to meet President Nixon, even though he doesn't look like him. He talks like him. Oh, okay. We'll play some audio. But he doesn't talk like him as like a joke, Nixon. He talks like him with, as he says, like, I want to make one thing perfectly clear and you won't have me to kick around anymore. And all right, put on the voice of this annoying woman. We're going to change the Constitution. Oh, thank heaven. Well, I meant to say you should rewrite it. And I think I have a point. Now, there was a woman in the Nixon White House. She was the wife of John Mitchell. And that's how she sounded. All stupid and telling everybody their business. It's like an outspoken Southern belle. Oh, sure. She's a a Washington uh, socialite. She's she's an elite. But she's a jerk. Like, she says stuff like, if he doesn't get the nomination, we'll just have to stay home and make a lot of money. That's all. Oh, makes me miss Murphy Brown. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible show. Gonna, Did you really like that show? They're going to reboot it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I like the Mad Magazine parody. Roseanne? Yeah, I'll be without Murphy Brown. Her baby won't be there. Oh, if they reboot it, they have to have the baby all grown up. Uh, yeah, and it's got to be all grown up. Right. And something following your footsteps. And everyone says, oh, it's the quail baby or something. I don't know. There's got to make a thing out of it. Uh huh. They'll say, uh, "Oh, it looks like the baby, the apple didn't fall far from the tree." And the when the baby does like a, a Scott Pruitt joke. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, the president is meeting with Jack, and he's right. saying, he's "Thank you for coming back." How do you tell a man? I'm sorry that they banished you. For the good of his country. Now I know the press secretary to be the person. Maybe. What is her name? Uh, Sarah, 
Sanders, like the person who stands and answers the question. Sure, the press secretary, Sarah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. But that's not what she's do. He's doing at all. He's saying, "You're going to help me write speeches. You're going to oh. help me get the." Um, they they call it the press secretary. Maybe this Moses Ginsburg, Milton Moses Ginsburg, just didn't know what it really meant. Well, no, they, you know, back then. I mean, even now, the press secretary does craft the message that they're going to give to the press. I mean, uh-huh. so that would probably be speeches to the press, or uh, yeah, what, what would you call that? Like a, a speechwriter, right? That's a yeah, separate... I guess so. Because he never goes to the press and answers questions. That doesn't happen in this movie. So. <laughs> Especially not during I, a full moon. Especially <laughs> not during a full moon. Okay, so now they're coming back into the party after he explained what the position is. And <laughs> we get the backstory that he was sent. He lied and said he was sent away uh, by the paper. Here, let's let's listen to the president. Ladies, gentlemen, don't you think Jabberjaw was a cheap ripoff of Scooby-Doo? And the press secretary says, Jabberdog was the greatest werewolf Saturday morning cartoon in history, Mr. President. Wait, we're, you're mixing, you're mixing. He wasn't, Jabberjaw was not a, a werewolf? I think that Jabberjaw was shark, like Jaw. Oh, he was, he was Jabberjaw. But there was, um, there was one, a teenager yeah. who turned into a werewolf. Or a wolf. As a cartoon. I yeah. know what you're talking about. It wasn't Jabberjaw. It was okay, uh, Wolfface. the daughter. A lovely girl. Oh, look at that boner he's got. Presidential boner. You are Mr. Whittier. See, Jack just stares at him. <laughs> One thing about Jack, this whole, I guess it's Dean, this whole thing is he acts it like he's all nervous and what the hell? It's really fun. When yeah, well, he, he sees her... He's like in love with her. He's very young too. We all know him maybe for different reasons. Battlestar Galactica was a good one. I know him from Quantum Leap, of course. Not that that was a good show, but I saw some of them. No, when you say Battlestar Galactica, are you talking about the the original or the most recent one? I, I, well, the internet told me. I think it's the original because of the time frame here. If you ever want to see a great bad movie, uh, which Golden Turkey Awards deemed as the greatest ripoff, uh, check out the theatrically released Battlestar Galactica movie, which took the pilot and the first episode and turned it into a theatrically released movie that kind of echoes yeah, Star I Wars. That. Yeah, and they charged admission for that. I, if it was on YouTube, we'd watch it for sure. That's like the Superman rip, Spider-Man ripoff we covered. Yeah, which we watched. We watched the Spider-Man Strikes Back, which in Europe was theatrically released. Right. Yeah. And it was just one country. They were scamming them. It was Transylvania. It was uh, Spider okay, Island. So we're about to have our first big action now, okay? All you right. You see they're sitting there on the couch, right? And this movie, you see, he sees the pentagram. On her, on her palm. Yeah. Because he masturbates like, a lot. What the fuck does that mean? That means that we have a very low budget. Otherwise, it would look better. Well, what it ends up meaning is every time there's a pentagram person, he's going to kill them. He's oh. A moon, right? Yeah. He had, that's his wolfy sense. My wolfy okay. sense is tingling. <laughs> yeah, my wolfy sense. Now, poof, right? Yeah. This woman on the right is walking home drunk in the middle of Washington. Oh, wait. First, we got to meet the uh, fiancé of Martha. This is... 
This is Dr. Salmon. He's a psychiatrist of the Navy. Uh -huh. and he is going to marry Dean's love. Oh, he's marrying the first daughter. Yes. Uh, don't you hate that? Well, yeah. If you marry your first daughter, that's, tell me why that's not incense. Come on. <laughs> incense. Ridiculous. Yeah, well, yeah. It's her Trump joke. It's her Trump okay, joke. Now, <laughs> right. Uh, oh, Carl, I have a new that joke. Is, Okay. I have a new joke. Right. So uh, there's a cafe that is fully automated. It's a robotic arm that will make you any espresso drink. And right. I, t I typed in my order on the screen, and I put in my credit card, and I put in my phone number to contact me, and I watched the arm whirl over to get a plastic cup and put it under the espresso maker and press them out. Them out. And as he was doing, I said, so... What do you think about Trump? And the robotic arm said, I'm not programmed to talk politics. <laughs> okay, but you saw the punchline coming. Yeah. Okay, so poof, she is walking home drunk. Right. Alone on the streets of Washington in like... A bad neighborhood who has a lot of stage background, a lot of... Uh, a lot it doesn't of, make sense. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is really Glen Cove, Glen Cove, Long Island. Oh, it's Long Island. Not, it's not DC. Yeah, they couldn't afford it. Well, the, they'll go to DC. Did you see that zoom in we just saw? Yeah. Yeah, they go to DC and they get a few shots. Now this is the Attorney General. And he and has like a black and white TV set on his uh, desk yeah, with the with the antenna. Yeah. Now. Jack has hired one of the things is the attorney general's too honest for his own good, so he's going to help him like craft messages. But you might recognize this guy, recognize this guy as the sheriff in that live and let die James Bond film, huh? The one in New We're Orleans, get that? yeah. Roger Moore does this huge giant chase, and the cops chase him, and just as they're about to arrest him, and it's I mean, this guy's really mad. His name was like. Pepper, uh, not Pecker. Sergeant Pepper, right? Uh, Sheriff oh. Pepper, Sheriff Pepper. So uh, as soon as he's going to arrest him, he says, now, now, Pepper, now, come here, Pepper. Now, this here boy, right, he's working with our boys in the CIA. What are you talking about? <laughs> so slap the cuffs on him. He goes, now, 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 Pepper, now, <laughs> this here fella, he's really helping us out now. This is outrageous. Oh, that's great. Another reason not to see that movie again. Well, he has a he comes back. Let's see, uh James Bond Sheriff. The man yeah, he comes back one year later. The man with the Live and Let Die was nineteen seventy three, the same year as this one. His career was on the up, you know. And nineteen seventy four he comes back as the man with the golden gun, but they overplayed their hands. And he never got cast again. He too was in Silver Streak. Too much pepper is what the James Bond fan said. Achoo! Did he, play a, did he play a Southern Sheriff in Silver Streak? I don't know. It says Sheriff Chauncey. I don't, I don't remember. I remember Silver Streak kind of, but he also played a Sheriff in Superman 2, which I don't really remember. He started out, he was in, it wasn't his first film, but he was in Cool Hand Luke. Was he a sheriff in Cool Hand Luke? I don't think so. I think he was one of the prisoners. So, 
Black Like Me. That was his first movie ever, and I have no I I know about the book, but I have no idea. He was in Bonfire of the Vanities. He was in She Devil with Roseanne. He's been around. He cool. died. We just saw we just saw a werewolf victim right outside sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah, you see how he's walking towards the building. They right. went to Washington to get those kinds of shots. He's walking to a projection of a screen. No, it's real. See, back today, I don't know if you know. If you go to Washington today, there's a fence and there's like a, it's overgrown. Back in the day, it was all cut and clear, so you had a good shot. Okay, here he is again in love. Right, with the first daughter. And she's like, I wish we could be friends. I really (laughs) want to be friends. Don't go like werewolf on me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they're... uh... Is is this the White House? Because I could tell by the design. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's Glenn Close. Oh, Glen Cove, Long Island, but um, oh, they <laughs> is that an extra switch sides? Is his feet turning to werewolf feet? His feet—that's funny you say that. His shoes come off every time because his feet turn into little doggy doggy paws. <laughs> what happens to his shoes? How many shoe- pair of shoes does the guy have? Right. Yeah, he's got multiple pairs of shoes. Right. And you'll see. Sometimes he finds his shoes and he stares at them. Um, let's see here. Glen, Co- Glen Cove, Long Island. Yeah, in Washington, D.C. That's it. That's it. Long okay, Island. Now, the president is talking with a woman who is, uh, like, at the Washington Post or something, an editor. And I don't remember, even though I was alive, she's a, an analogous to some real woman. At the time, uh, she's an actual journalist. Uh, no, uh, she's pretending to be just like we had the the, the Mrs. Mitchell character. We're having mm-hmm. the tough nails biting editor from the Washington Post or the Washington Times. I don't know. And Lou Grant. And Lou Grant. Yeah, I was think I know Lou who Grant, you talk- Washington. Oh, I think Lou Grant. Where was, was Lou Grant? Where uh, Mary Tyler Moore was, right? Yeah, where was that? Probably California. Minneapolis, I think. Oh, yeah, Minneapolis. Maybe you're right. Hmm. Okay, now, Jack looks at her hand, and what do you think he's going to say? Oh, boy, here's the... This girlfriend just comes in every now and then and puts the whammy jammy on Dean, and he goes, swoon, swoon. It's... Now look, see the hand? Yeah. Ball wang! Yikes. Yikes. So, now Jack thinks for some reason he's going to kill her. Just because it happened once before and he can't remember and there was a dead woman. Yeah, which is, uh, sounds like uh, Tucker Max. Uh, We could all relate to that, I think. Sure, we've all been there. You, all been you there. can't remember. You killed a woman. Now, now what he does is he runs away. Oh, help. I'm going to lock myself up. Please leave me alone, Marion. What's her name? Martha? What's her name? I don't know. I haven't really been listening. 
They're doing a dramatic White House staircase chase. Jack. There it is. Marion. Don't wait for me there, Marion. Wait for me. Meredith? Marion. Like Richie's mom on Happy Days. Now, what's going to happen now is, poof, we are out of the White House and he's killing the woman. Like, it's going to happen again. Like, how did he get there? Right. And why? It's like there's something in Long Island. (laughs) Also, he will be a wolf man. You see, the first time he becomes a wolf man, what we should see is the transition, but we don't. Right. He just is the wolf man suddenly. So it's like the the scene got lost or they didn't shoot it. They probably just say he turns into wolf man. Now, this mobile gas station, how much is gas? Right. We, that's, that's what I want to know. You can't tell. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, we don't see a sign. So check this out, right? Her old style, is it a Cadillac? Is it an Oldsmobile? Whatever it is. <laughs> is it a Chrysler? I see. You see the ornament. But look, there's Wolfman. He's on, on top, top of, of it. We never saw him. We've never been introduced to this guy. Remember, first he shows up, he's just a regular dog. Right. Right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. This is the first time we've seen him trans- transformed. And uh, right. he kept his With suit. No explanation. Yeah. Well, his suit didn't rip, but his shoes popped off. <laughs> yeah, his shoes popped off. Yeah. And now she's saying, hello, anybody here to help me? Hello? And he, she goes, Egon! Ah! <laughs> runs away! Help, help, help. Mobile doesn't help. More like slowball. Oh, no! Slow motion wolf fight. And now, uh, bite, bite, bite. Uh, here's and the part. we still don't know the price of gas. <laughs> I bet it was pretty cheap back then. Unless President Werewolf fucked it up. Uh oh, this is the scene of the crime. Right. The next day. The next Just day. Jump to the next day. Oh, by the way, I see the car. It's a Plymouth Fury. <laughs> oh, okay. A Plymouth Fury. Is it a Nick's car? Is it Nick's Fury? It's not. Uh, it's Plymouth Fury. Yeah, it's probably related to. Okay, so now at this point, Jack definitely suspects that he is a werewolf. His shoes are always missing. There's <laughs> gaps in his memory. Okay, now, why is this happening? You've got uh, the psychiatrist from the Navy right. at a crime scene for no reason. You've got the Attorney General of the United States at a crime season for no reason. And you've got Jack, the press there, secretary of the White House, at a crime scene acting like they're cops. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, they have to act like they're cops. They're next to an ambulance while they talk. Right. They didn't. They couldn't afford a police car, so they got an ambulance. Here <laughs> is two people who saw uh, the crime, and the attorney general just accuses them because they're hippie types. They are total hippies. And he goes, "No, he was, a he says, was he a light person, a dark person?" He goes, "He was a dark person." He goes, he goes "You're black." He goes. It was a werewolf, not a... We, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Doesn't make any sense. It's topical. It's still topical, I guess. So you see, he even has his little, uh, like, I'm a detective writing pad. Taking notes. Right, but he's not. He's just the press secretary. Right. It doesn't have anything. Why would... Okay, there's a murder in D.C. Right. Quick, call the White House? Call the press secretary, the attorney general. Get Sean Spicer out there. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. 
Well, he was just going to a, his, he was going to write a speech for the president on that pad when this incident happened. He just sta- he was just standing there. Right. Uh, okay, the makeup artist is named Bob Obradovich. I'm just telling you because I had know it. And his werewolf design is simple and similar to others in the 70s. But in fairness to him, what else are you going to do? You're making a werewolf movie. You have to give the public a werewolf. They've seen it before. Music by Arnold Freed. Do we know anything about that? Uh, No. No. He created freeze fries? Right. Who did Arnold Freed, actually? Oh, Sir, I must insist that you stop talking to these people. Does eminent mean today, tomorrow, or indefinitely, sir? All right, so he accused the black man as a, for the werewolf's crime. Well, he's saying, yeah, he's saying to the press, mad for some reason, we'll tell you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Look at the mobile thing. I love it. All right, cut is, to in, the way. Yeah, in reality, none of this would be... It doesn't make any sense what just happened or the way people <laughs> acted. Or, But that is one comfy-looking rug in the White House. Now you see his shoes, right? right. And he has another pair of shoes. <laughs> That's right. What keeps happening? I don't remember anything in my shoes. <laughs> what is happening to me? I Here, must smell, be a werewolf. Smell it. They smell like werewolf feet. Yeah. Now, here we have another dumb, 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 dumb scene because it doesn't make any logical sense. And in, and in, in the like, bathroom. Yeah, he's in the bathroom staring at his shoes <laughs> and then he hears people coming. So he's like, quick, I must hide. They might know that these shoes are werewolf shoes. I don't know. Why is he hiding? Who is it? It's the president and the fiance. Huh. The president goes to the public bathroom oh, like that? Me. I'm sorry. It's not. It's the president and uh, one guy who's like landing on the moon or something. So they go so into I'll the go in. they go into the public bathroom in the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The president. The president doesn't Just have his own. Yeah. His, the president doesn't have his own bathroom. Right. Well, he probably does, but he came out to meet the. Uh, oh yeah. Hey, let's shit so and talk. Wrong. Let's shit and the talk. The door is stuck, so the president is very concerned about a stuck door. The other guy does it. He's taking a piss in the other stall. You see his bald head? <laughs> see his that balls dangling? That be cool. And look, his dick is hanging out, and he's leaning out, talking to the president of the United I just States. Can't. Now, seriously, you wouldn't do that, even if it was Donald Trump. If the president was there, you wouldn't pee. And talk out. to him? You know, sir. Watch, he doesn't wash his hands. Oh, yeah, they just oh, go. Oh, somebody's about that door none of this makes sense now let's go kiss some babies look he didn't wash his hands goodbye goodbye neither of them did notice and the president didn't even take a shit (laughs) yeah why did the president come in he goes I have to go to the restroom I'll fine I'll follow you in right I'll talk with you I'll pee while I talk to you oh here I forgot to take a shit oh no he left his astronaut bullshit oh you didn't notice that the thing he didn't hear it slam you forgot to wash your hands. Oh, no, you didn't. You forgot no, to your module. You left your module, your space module. Now they, it's safe to come out with four shoes. <laughs> Look how yeah. it's like a ladies' room. 
So if you're a vampire, you would you are always a vampire, and you could transform into a bat or or a yeah, hypno yeah. dude. If Get you're around. a werewolf, you're a dude, except for a full moon, and during that full moon time period, you're a werewolf. Right, and you don't have a memory of when you weren't. He doesn't remember killing these women. Right, he doesn't. But he strongly suspects. So he's trying to tell the president right now, I'm probably a killer. He goes, no, you're not. You're under a lot of stress. Why don't you go see that uh, psychiatrist I told you about? <laughs> the like president's the analyst. Brewing the girl I, I like. Oh, my fiancé? The fiancé? Yeah. That's preposterous. Mr. President. Oh, there hasn't been a murder since we put a guard on that flight boy. But the moon hasn't risen. He looks like Ted Turner, the president. Yeah, a little bit. He does. Except he doesn't have crazy eyes. That's Ted <laughs> Turner, man. Ted Turner. He's like, I'll just throw a couple million dollars at something and make something weird happen. Just because I'm crazy. That's what he does, man. You see how it's on the and Are they watching the TV right print. now? I don't know. I heard it's the center. Threw it up for grabs. It was deflected as he threw it up. I guess it's a sports game. It's a sports game in the, in the secretary's room outside the Oval Office. Will you turn that TV set off? Joan, good to see you. Come in, come in. So he's Richard Nixon. He is just some generic president. Okay, so they mentioned, uh, go, walk forward. Okay, now come back. Oh, no, go, no, go forward again. They're just getting shot, you know? Almost. Oh, wait, no. Whoop. Look like you always do, perplexed and confused. <laughs> I'm sure we can fit it in. Don't bomb the camera. That costs money. Oh, this is also in D.C. This is a restaurant here. Uh huh. Okay, they can, so they, they can't afford to shoot inside. Uh, no, this is not shot inside. This is Glen Cove, Glen Cove, Long Island, but right now. Okay, so it's the psychiatrist's fiance, and he's like, "I'm a werewolf," and then the Navy doctor also just blows him off. It's hallucinations of stress and. You have guilt because you knew the two women and they're dead. And then what? it's dumb, it's dumb. And then what he says is, please come to me with me to the bathroom because he's going to show him where he got bit. I don't know, it's dumb. Sounds like every uh, Washington liaison. All right, I'll tell you more about the director. Um, he wrote this and he directed it, and it was all because uh, he saw that movie. I told you all about it. But he he really paid the bills by being a um, NBC, working at NBC as a documentary. He did the in 2000. His best work is the Meatloaf television biography, "To Hell and Back," year 2000. Yeah, that's pretty recent. Well, 2000. <laughs> 
He also made a movie called uh, Coming Apart. It was his very first film ever, 1969. It had Rip Torn, and it had Sally Kirkland. Oh, that's a pretty crazy lineup. Well, I mean, Rip Torn back in the day, he was like in movies. It was a, it was a coup. It was a coup. Well, he, he had a notorious uh, history as an actor during the 60s. I mean, uh, he got kicked out of uh, Easy Rider and... Uh, he attacked Norman Mailer in a movie that we watched a couple of years ago on this show called Maidstone. Uh-huh. He attacks Norman Mailer, the director, with a hammer, and they fight. And this is in front of Norman Mailer's daughter and uh, wife and children. Not cool. He's pretty crazy. He'll say, he says, "Look, look at my scar," but it's not a scar. Somebody drew a star on him. <laughs> right? You see it? Oh, yeah. Look at my naked chest in a men's room in a restaurant. Check out my tat. Check out my star tat. I'm going to put this on my knuckle next. What do you think? Pretty radical, huh? I'm, I'm going to have that on my I'm elbow. I'm putting this on grinder. This is the first star tattoo I've seen that's not on some dude's elbow. It must have been painless to get that tattoo on your chest. By the way, we missed it, but some guy in the stall was like, Shut up, weirdos! So yeah, funny. weirdos. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a bathroom attendant there, right? Yup, there was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, it's a posh, uh, de, de, you know, D.C. restaurant. By the Watergate. way, coming apart movie, like, yeah, I know, it's the Watergate Hotel, and that's where he lived. That's where our Dean lived. But as you saw on the screen, it was the Watergate. Oh, right. Right, because it didn't have the full letter. Right, I should have done that joke when you could see that there was no E when it was up, but <laughs> but I blew it. Um, this documentary called Coming Apart, some people loved it and some people hated it, but there was nobody who was like, it was all right. So right. either loved or hated that film. So in this film, uh, everybody hated it <laughs> and he quit. He was like, I, you know, he made $2,000 for this film because somehow he got paid because he was the script writer. Right. That's all that ever came of this, you know. So anyway, he quit and he just kept on working for NBC doing editing. He did one political movie and he said, I'm out. Well, he did one movie that like half the people loved half the people hated then he did a second movie and everyone said you suck and you're poor <laughs> even like, worse fuck this <laughs> I'm working at NBC <laughs> did you guys see my horror movie which is also a uh, analogy of what's going on politically no alright fuck it alright fuck it <laughs> <laughs> we tease do you have benefits we do have benefits sir all right. All right, fuck it. Good so, night, Gladys. This is just one long scene of him on the phone while they cut to the... Um... Well, he's talking to Giselle again, and he's asking about the cane tip thing that killed, right? Basically, right. he's trying to find out how he could kill himself or give somebody the power to protect themselves against him. Now, you see the chair he's sitting in, that, like, wicker chair? Yeah. Well, I think it's a rocking chair, even. We'll see that again. Oh, yeah. On, on tour yeah. when we go visit the White House. <laughs> no, he's at the Watergate right now. I don't know why we're seeing pictures of Washington, D.C. I mean, Ginsburg had them. So the took them. Democratic National Committee had an office in a hotel room? 
the what? They broke into you Watergate, right? Okay, so Watergate was a hotel, and you could go there and spend right. the weekend, sure. But mostly it was an apartment building. Um, you were either a, a vis, visitor or a res, a resident. Visitor or resident. So the Democratic National Committee made a lease as a resident at the Watergate Hotel, and they held, They had their offices there. Severe. It made financial sense. They had the money. They and had that's a, what got broken into. They had a commercial office in a residential hotel that had the well, security it's, it's as a, such. It's a presidential campaign, so it's they're always temporary, right? Oh. We need a place to work. Where are we going to work? But okay, th- rent a hotel room. You know, it's a suite. It's a. It was an office. They they had furniture. You know, they had desks and everything. Was but, there a bed in there? Uh, no. Okay. You know, they have political pull. They they worked with the Watergate Hotel, and they cleaned it out, and they put their own stuff in there. They knew it was going to be like a six-month thing. It was the re-election of uh, uh, Nixon. It was very early on. Okay, now we see the transformation for the first time ever. Right. And he's we, in the we wicker s- chair. <laughs> what a surprise. That's what he looks like as a wolf man. This is what we should have seen before he killed the first. Right, we should have seen the first. transformation first. Well, that's yeah. very impressive. The werewolf movies are always about the transformation. That's the only reason why you go see them. <laughs> really? Well, what was the last werewolf movie you saw? Um, okay, so I saw that Teen Wolf film, and the reason I went to see Teen Wolf was uh, to cup the titty of my you know, girlfriend at the time. The reason why you went to see Teen Wolf. <laughs> when was yeah. this? Was this when, in 1986 cup, when you went to see titty. Teen Wolf? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Whenever it was out, yeah, it was with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, oh my God. And I was up in up in the chassis, the front chassis of my uh, girlfriend. So you're saying the last werewolf movie you saw was <laughs> Teen Wolf in no, the, the, in the movie one, theater? The first oh, first one. Oh, 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 you're like, why did you go? Okay, so look, you can see the shadow of the cameraman. Huh? What's he doing? Yeah. He's eating a light bulb. He's got fuck that. Fuck yeah, you, bolt light lamp. Right. You wrecked the eye in the Pixar logo. Once again in this film, he's just doing ridiculous stuff that doesn't make sense. Like well, he's going panting, I'm a dog. All right. You're and not a werewolf. Like he's plotting, you know. Okay. Uh-oh, here we he's go. Out this, there. Those are the people who yeah. got wrongly accused, right? Sorry I wrongly right. accused you for being a werewolf. That's right. Now, I talked about Glenn Cove, but they're going to be on the staff of uh, the Washington... Is it the Washington Monument? I'm not sure. But the truth is they're in that it's Brooklyn Borough Hall. Okay. US Capitol building, that's what it says. It only took four weeks to shoot this masterpiece. You really like this movie, right? I think for Mike Spiegelman's Let's Watch a Full Length movie on YouTube, yes. it's a perfect pick. Perfect. Well we we encourage you to watch this movie without us, uh, regardless of what people no. say. No, no. No, you have to watch it with us. Oh, this okay, is called this a payphone. Brooklyn Borough Hall, yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is called a payphone. You know, I was thinking about it. Like, Superman, not only would he not be able to change into a phone booth, but every uh, window in a Metropolis uh, newsroom, you can't open it. Not in the cust- yeah. And there's no windows in the custodian room. So how do you zip out? Yeah. Okay, now... You, 
he's supposed to jump out and go boo and scare the black man who's sitting on the steps of Borough Hall. Okay. But you, he messes it up because you can see him in the shot. But the guy who's playing, you know, this actor will pretend he's still surprised. Come on, baby, let's go now. He, she promised him a little. Oh, something. here comes the wolf, man. Let me use so the phone next. Him. Oh, he's beating the so guy he, up. Right. So he still goes, I'm scared. <laughs> Even though I saw you coming yeah. down. Lady, get off this? the phone. I've been waiting five minutes. Get off the phone. Mom, turn, my turn next. Oh, I have a long distance Arr. call. I still got two more minutes. Let me in. I hear nothing but dial tone. Oh, he's going to so push the phone booth over. That's pretty crazy. Now, the guy who he killed didn't have a pentagram. The woman oh. did have a pentagram. Is she dead? Oh, we don't see the phone booth fall over. But we cut to her. In a, we cut to the phone booth on the ground. I guess I'm just a pinch behind you. Oh, I'm looking at two different screens. Uh-huh. So now it is um, like they're doing that scene. See, at the bottom, he can reach her. Uh-huh. Where's all the wiring and everything? Yeah, right. Maybe it's a now, fake phone booth. The cop comes and starts shooting a gun at him. And even though bullets shouldn't kill a werewolf, he runs away scared. He can hurt a werewolf. I, you don't know I if it's a silver bullet. No. Look how dumb she is. She's trying to use the phone. I wrote He's an article. Licking. I wrote an article for uh, Savage Henry, uh, Gun-Free Ways of Killing a Werewolf. Gun-Free Ways. That's good. Yeah. Because it causes, it's such an elitist 1% thing to go get like silver bullets and guns that shoot silver <laughs> bullets, getting registered for that gun. Now, the woman with the pentagram on her folder, she doesn't die. But he kills the guy. Who had no pentagram. It doesn't right. make sense. And he was accused of Even in of the him. logic of, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> here we go. Here's the press conference. Questions. I would like to make a brief announcement. Right, but not with our hero. But he, this he's, he's reading his speech right now. Mass hysteria and our tragedy surrounding a case. I guess so, but that isn't set up. The president says, first off, werewolves are very sexy and should not be uh, afraid. Do not be afraid of werewolves. I'll take any questions. Any werewolf questions from the president? So the first, this is a very funny scene. You could turn it on if you want. The first guy asks the tough question. On the goes, Supreme Court. No, I wasn't pointing at hey, you. If he sold okay. threatens the people, they will stop at nothing. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, questions? Mr. President. Okay. Mr. President. Uh, yes. Tough question. Uh, sir, is it true that the same black man you're holding for murder was himself brutally attacked last night? Uh, no, no, I, I, I didn't point at you. <laughs> that's not too far from the truth the only difference is that this president is not afraid to do that <laughs> yeah you know Trump would be like yeah he's a black man and we all know what that means next question yeah if, if the president like, held that's if the president held a press please. conference right right you see he holds press conferences and he ends up yelling at them right he bans CNN Ah. Looks like he's fired. 
oh, here's Miriam again. Like, where were you the other night? And all this stuff. And how come you'll get all Google-eyed around me? <laughs> was it because I attacked you as a werewolf? And once again, Stockton is, of course, like all nervous and jumpy. And I just love that. I yeah. like his portrayal of... He's a veteran actor at this point, and he's a star. Uh, let me see, Ginsburg. They had an interview with him in his New York apartment. He's 80 years old. He says uh, his career had fallen into an eclipse at time, that time, and he loved the script. Oh, that's super cool. Here's the president. Yeah, so he wanted to, I don't know. Oh, now they're bowling in the presidential bowling lanes in the White House. Yeah, this is really a church in Glen Cove, Long Island. That had an indoor bowling lane? Bowling lane, right? Well, just two little lanes in like a, it's it's like a game room. Yeah. In the downstairs. Do you really need two lanes in your house? In the White House? In the White White House? House? Yeah. I guess you don't. You see that plane in the back? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be a really cool plane. You see how it has the radar thing above it? Sure. Like picking up radio waves. Uh huh. I don't think it's any good. It says Acme on it. <laughs> ah, here it is the bowling alley. This uh, bowling it's alley. It's E2 Hawkeye AWACS. Huh. E2 Hawkeye AWACS. The, the plane. So Jack is right now trying to tell the president, President. There's no doubt about it. I am a werewolf. I killed your daughter. He told the cop in Hungary, I killed a man. He's always being honest and nobody ever listens to him. Oh, The the president's walking down the lanes. This movie's really gone down the gutter, Carl. (laughs) Oh, man. This Uh, president's really in the gutter. So we've watched the president go underneath his private bowling alley uh, lane to fix it and take a leak, a pseudo leak. Just walks in the toilet. Yeah, a pseudo. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a total pseudo. What a weird president. Yeah, he is a weird president. Right now he's telling Jack, you're like a son to me, boy. Is this when you give that speech? Why can't you, don't you have like a secret service to like fix your bowling alley lane? I totally believe there's a bowling alley lane in the White House. Well, no, but no, it is. Nixon did it. This is, Nixon made a bowling alley in the White House. It's long gone, but I mean, it was for, for him personally. Uh, it's sad you say it's long gone. Do you think it's like a, a ghost abandoned bowling? Like, like they just locked the room and not let anyone in there? <laughs> that might be the makings of a movie. Yeah. Like you hear strikes at night and you go down there and it's like Nixon. It's Nixon. Ooh, seven to hand. <laughs> Nixon, the ghost of Nixon is praying uh, by his bowling ball. By the way, I said that this Ginsburg went to NBC and just did documentaries and like I sold him out as like a, you know, quit. And, but he did write screen trade plays. None of them got made, uh-huh. but they would get options. He would make money. So here's one I'm reading. It says called Stuck. It's about 10 film critics trapped in an elevator on the way from a screening. Oh, so he wow. paid the bills as a film editor, but every now and again, he'd get a couple thousand dollars for a script. So he he wasn't a slouch. Oh. This guy's turning into a werewolf while he bowls. By the way, we can watch this on YouTube. Well, he is turning into a werewolf, and his hands are getting... See, it's kind of like a comedy joke. He can't get his hands out. (laughs) And then the president's like, 
take a strike. Let me hear you do it, Jack. Let me see a bowl of good one. And Jack's like, Mr. President, I'm going to get to a werewolf. My fingers are all fat. <laughs> this is probably, this seems probably inspired to This seems like uh, yeah, the president is getting him from behind. Yeah. He did literally smack his butt. Yeah. They just, go, you do it, Jack. I expect this humor in Teen Wolf, not, you know, President yeah. Secretary Wolf. He's trying to get it out. He looks like Maxwell Smart in a goofy situation right now. Right. Now, the president's going to get furious with him. He's waiting like, for him to have the ball first. I'm trying to tell you. The president ready to bowl, man. He's got the ball up there. He's ready to do it. He's waiting for Dean. Look at that now. He's trying to shake it out. And the thing is, like, you know he's an actor. He's right. pretending it won't come out. That's the thing in this whole movie. Like, when I see him going around as a werewolf, there's no CGI. You know what I mean? He's acting, and it's right. like he's acting like a dummy. You really think he's got a hand stuck in a bowling ball? Will you bowl that man? Will you fucking... What the damn bowling? Uh, Mr. President, my bowling hand is stuck. Mr. President. I'm a werewolf. I'm a werewolf. That's the most ridiculous reason. I'm trying reason. to tell you. I'm turning into a werewolf, Mr. President. That's why I can't bowl. My hand is stuck. That's the most ridiculous <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> well, everybody knows, you know, as they... He pulled it out. You know, it's the full moon. You've right. got a hairy face. You can't bowl. How does the full moon work around the world? At what point do you turn into a werewolf? When, when, when the moon shows up above you? It's supposed to be, as you know, the moon is not full sometimes because of a shadow, the shadow of the earth. The sun has set, it's behind the earth, and the shadow is falling on the moon. So what it's supposed to be with the werewolf is when there's no shadow on the moon, the full light of the evil undead world shines on planet Earth. That's what it's supposed to be. So if it shows up in Hungary at 8 o'clock and there's a time difference, right? Yes. So you wouldn't be a right. werewolf in America at that time. That's right. If you were in America, you wouldn't be a werewolf. Right. Now, in this scene, Dean's dad, Harry Stockwell, Ooh. makes a cameo appearance. And apparently Harry, Harry Stockwell has his own like film credit. Which oh, I one bet. is he? I don't know. Probably this guy. He's the one who's about to whoop uh, his ass. The one who most, looks most like Dean, I guess. Yeah. And what is the press secretary doing there? They're at the Pentagon, by the way, not the White House. Oh, yeah, and that's the spy taking pictures? I don't know. Good question. Because he has a spy camera. And he's Maybe photographing the This is the supposed to be a comedy, maybe. So they're discussing the Southeast Asian problem. They never say Vietnam. Yeah. Huh. Let's take a listen. All troops, totally and immediately in Southeast Asia. But frankly, uh, I'm afraid of the uh, reaction from the lunatic right. General That's a Nixon joke. Oh, right, because he's a lunatic right, I guess. Let's listen. I guess he's doing all the topical jokes. What do I do to keep down casualties here and abroad while I speed up truth... Uh, true withdrawals. Sir, if we can make just one last quick thrust into his sanctuaries, covered by a 
reactive, uh, protracted reconnaissance. Uh, <laughs> That's young Dick Cheney. <laughs> young Me- Lon Cheney sitting next to him. So they're they're all in the That's Pentagon. Probably him. That's who? That's probably him. That's probably dad. the dad. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like him. Okay. So what's the setup here? As you saw in the bowling alley, his hands are getting. This is, remember you saw him transform. Sure. Well, right now he's having the slowest transformation ever, and he's freaking out here. <laughs> See that? And the president's asking him questions. He goes, "Give him a break. He's been under a lot of stress." <laughs> He's thinking about Vietnam. Oh, yeah, now he has subtle werewolf hands. The slowest transformation ever. Well, you know what? His, his balls are hanging low today, so it's taking longer than expected. <laughs> yeah. His mojo just isn't right. Mojo. <laughs> How's it hanging? Low and lazy. Oh. So he's just making this face for the entire uh, uh, presidential conference meeting. Yeah. Well, he's going to run away because he's about to become a vampire, uh, a werewolf, and then he will bump into a guy named Dr. Kiss. Cool. Who's in the basement of the Pentagon, like having people in cages and shit, doing weird experiments. It's creepy. <laughs> he's like uh, Dr. Monroe, right? The, the island. Well, I think Dr. Kiss comes from Henry Kissinger, but yeah, he's like a Dr. Monroe. Ma- Monroe. Monroe. Look, he's like, don't look at my hands. All right. That are all wolfy. I gotta go. I gotta buy the evening paper. Yeah, at the Glen Cove Central. <laughs> In Long Island. <laughs> the last train is leaving, the LIRR. So he goes down the basement, and we see like all sorts of creepy shit, and he's already Wolfman. Oh, yeah. He wolfed it out. Oh, yeah, look, he wolfed yep. out already. Carl, as someone from New Jersey, are you jealous of the Long Island Railroad? Uh, well, I guess no. What would be jealous? Because it's so good or something? It, it, well, I mean, it takes you from weird, secluded Long Island town to other weird, secluded Long Island town. <laughs> and we don't have that sort of... Yeah, we have that We too. have this long strip just like they do, but it's on the East Coast, and it all involves New York. So if you want to zip around by train, right. you better go to Jersey City. And Okay, look. He gets shot, right? Because the bad guy, uh, an MP type person with a machine gun in the basement of the Pentagon. Uh huh. He's looking. He's hunting for Freddy Krueger. So now he's getting Wolfman killed. Oh, but is the Wolfman going to bite him? I doubt it. Wait a minute. How come these women die when the Wolfman bites them? They don't turn into Wolf Woman. No, if you don't die, then oh. you got cursed. So he cursed because he killed a werewolf, and now he's a werewolf. Right. The werewolf came up to kill him, bit him, and he said, no, you don't. I got me a silver cane from my girlfriend who never shows up for the rest sure. of the world. And it beats him to death. Just whack a mole of him. All right. I'm So far, I'm following you. So, at, at, Okay, look. Now, you see these. he's in a cage on the left, yeah. and there's a weird experiment going on on the right. And you see all the way on the right, there's a little man. Yeah. Oh. That guy's name is Michael Dunn. He's Dr. Kiss. And he's doing weird experiments on human beings inside the White I House. I guess, but we never... What he does is he's just like amazed by the wolfman. He's, he loves them and he's petting them like a dog. And he's like, are you real? Are you real? 
<laughs> By the way, he in real life he has an IQ of 178. Right. This is the dumbest thing he's ever done in his life. He's going, what is your name? Of course, once again, I only like him because he's a person who was on Star Trek. Oh, Dr. Kiss was on Star Trek, eh? Yeah, he also had a famous role on uh, The Wild Wild West, if you remember that show. It was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I haven't I seen Dr. Loveless. He was Dr. Lo- oh, my God. He was Dr. Loveless? Yeah, yeah, if you know yeah. that. Yeah. Played by Kenneth Branagh, right? In the movie? I Oh, the movie movie. I don't know. I did see that movie, and it yeah. was entertaining, but it was unrealistic. Look, he's licking him. Yeah. Licking him. The dog likes Dr. Kiss. He's not going to kill him. Right. Well, and so it makes sense. I'm so confused, Carl, because he killed a vampire uh, werewolf, and now he became a werewolf because he also got bitten by the werewolf and then killed him? And how did... No, uh, and didn't die. How did the curse know that he killed the guy? If the werewolf bites you, his, like, werewolf creepy, creepy stuff goes in your blood. Okay, right? I'll follow you, but yes. if you die... You're dead. Okay, now it's happened again. Poof! Never mind what we were doing. We're at this whole new place. <laughs> oh my God, and I'm outside the, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Well, he's waking up. It does kind of look like that. I've toured that, uh, uh, what is it called? It's the famous the National Washington. Washington. Uh, if you said the name of the cemetery, we would know, both know it. Right. But anyway, he's in Glen Cove Cemetery anyway. So he's waking up like, what happened to me? Like, once it, we don't know anything that Dr. Kiss and none of it. Oh, yeah. Wow. God. Do you think so the White House still... Be, Sorry, girl. Look at the terrible print. I know. It's really faded behind there. He looks like a U2 cover or something like that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a music video part of the show. Now, he's going to totally lose his mind right now. He's going to freak out and he's going to call this place uh, to order a silver bullet. It's oh, like guns are us or something. Yeah, he's on the phone with him right now. You could listen. It's like guns are us. So the ballistics of a silver bullet, I could just put it in along with my regular bullets, and it'll fire as yeah. it won't melt. Nope. It'll fit. It'll be the same size. So the way a bullet works is you have a little pellet of gunpowder behind, and then the hammer of the gun goes bam, and when it does, it makes a spark because it's hitting metal. And that spark ignites the interior, and gunpowder blows up, which is just an explosion. But huh. the thing is, the bullet in front has nowhere to go but through a tube, right? It can't blow up left and right. So that's how it works. A little charge in the back of it. So silver would be shooting out. Yeah, you just put it in. with. It's got to be a silver bullet with the little gunpowder patch in the rear. But the gunpowder won't melt the silver, right? It'll still have the same trajectory as a regular bullet. The, if it was a fire, it would melt the silver in a way that the other lead wouldn't be melted, assuming it's lead. I don't know. But it's not a fire. It's an explosion. So gunpowder ignites, and and everything around the gunpowder freaks out and flips away. Now, but I have another truth, question. Have t- Does okay. a silver bullet have to touch your heart, go through your heart? Oh, look, here's the urinals. No. That is, yeah, it's another one. They go into the bathroom with the freaking president. Yeah, but this is like a jock fucking bathroom. There's like communal showers and piss pots. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's a gymnasium at Glen Glen Cove (laughs) High School. Now, what happens is Dr. Kiss blows him off. Yeah. 
and just goes get into the a stall. into the stall. Followed yeah, by another guy. That guy secret, went into the same stall. It's a secret passageway. Oh, and the president's the unaware of it? I guess so. I don't know. He, the two men just went into the same stall in front of the president of the United States. Man, this movie's <laughs> this country's gone to hell. Right. I mean, today it's cool, but not in 1973. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the president's got in the same stall, and he's like, "Where are these two men?" And here we they're are in the like secret corridor, and they're gone, huh? Huh? And what they really did is went into a secret passage. It makes no sense. Doctor Kiss will leave us and never come back again. This, this, by this, the way, he yeah, he real life dies like uh, a few years later. Where is it? It just says not long after this film was completed. But the thing is, his appearance in Star Trek was in 1966. Right, and Wild Wild so, West was around that time, too. Yeah, so he died in 74. Okay, now, Stockwell's finally got some people's attention because they saw in a video that it's a fucking werewolf. They saw it. Oh, they saw the so werewolf. Like, he says, these are where my attacks have been. So that means my very last attack will be at it makes a pentagram on the map that's even crazier so he says right here at my very own apartment at the Watergate Hotel will be the last murder and it's gonna be a full moon tonight so it's, you gotta lock me up or something I'm in 206 204 is the Democratic <laughs> National Convention and so don't go in there and 212 is a, is a grocery store the thing is, it wasn't. As soon as the Watergate burglary happened, Nixon said, oh, why don't you close up shop down there? So a reporter can't go there and look around. I mean, they were wiretapping phone, you know. Yeah, because there's no security in a hotel to have a, uh, a, a political office. Well, look, but haven't you seen a storefront in Washington, D.C.? and it's right. the, or, or in your own neighborhood, and it's the councilman's? Yeah, it's they take over all strip clubs. It's just a place where you can call up people who are going to vote, and you can. So those storefronts make send a message, though. They say we're part of the community, we're part of the neighborhood. Here's just some transparency, a ground-level glass wall to this show you that what we're. We do. We're, yeah. You so know we're all at desks. <laughs> right. Well, we're all in locations that used to be grocery stores or strip clubs. There was a private lingerie store, Carl, where. You would buy lingerie for your wife, but these lingerie models would would wear the lingerie, and then you could decide whether or not you want that for your wife. Right. And so they'll give you the lingerie. They'll sell you the lingerie. I would I would wash it because it's still uh, yeah, before you give it to your wife, own wife, you know. But uh, that's just you, though. Yeah, well, that's me. Maybe I'll just keep it. You know, I'm really lazy. I just might be holding the use of the lingerie. But then uh, that place turned into a Cindy Sheehan for governor uh, uh, campaign. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I got a robocall from Roseanne uh, pushing for look, look, look. Cindy Sheehan. Okay. Look. What do you see? Still angry over the I have to leave soon, Jack, but... He's in a wheelchair? No, he's at that. He's in that rocker that we saw before, all chained up. It's the stupidest thing. He's at his apartment. Now he goes to the pentagram and he says the last murder will occur right here at my own apartment in Watergate. So what do they do? They don't take him to Boston, Massachusetts. No, they bring him right to where the murder's supposed to take place, <laughs> like idiots. And they chain him up. Y'all won't kill anybody like this. They put like a full-on like chain around his neck. Yeah. 
It's a rocking chair. <laughs> if you and I wanted to get out, right, you could you could break that. Just right. Throw your weight against it. You could. It's so stupid. So he says, "This is a stop motion, no, uh, not stop motion, a time lapse camera. And if you turn into a wolf man, we're gonna capture it. <laughs> but now I've got to leave. Look, he takes the the cane with him that could kill him." Oh, right. Well, they don't know. So they're like, you're a werewolf. We better take this silver cane away from you. Do they know what a werewolf is? Uh, I They saw the video of him with Dr. Kiss. I don't know. But did they go, that's a werewolf? Or were they like, he's a monster? Uh, no, they, they said he was a werewolf. Is there a difference between a werewolf and a monster? Aren't they just werewolves um, monsters? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's, it's sufficient, but it's necessary, but not sufficient. You can be, if you are a werewolf, you are a monster. But if you are a monster, you could be many things. You don't no, have to be a werewolf. I, so I who pre- comes over? Yeah. Marion. She's like, what oh, you're chained up. Right. Now, how did she get in the apartment? She's got a key from when they used to date. She going to whip him? She wouldn't go, ding dong, hi, it's me, can I come in? She where's this, comes in. Where's the security detail for the first daughter and for the werewolf? Yeah, wouldn't the first daughter definitely have secret service people? Not if they're visiting I, a werewolf who said he was going to kill someone in that right. apartment. Yeah, right, good point, good point. Didn't he try to kill her like three times in this movie? No, no. He hasn't he tried to kill her. her yet? Nope, nope, and he never will. He's not going to kill her, her tonight? Her, loves her. Oh. I don't know how she walked in, but what they're talking about right now is his gun, which has a silver bullet, and she's reluctantly taking it. Right. right? As first daughter, I will shoot you in the heart. So if he shoots, if she shoots him in the leg, that's okay. Uh, no, no. I you're, See, if you have a, a stake, like right. a stick, you can stab a gun. A Dracula, a Dracula through the heart. You can stab right. a vampire through the heart, and right. then the vampire will die. No, it's a, you just choose silver bullet out of any old place. What if he survives the, think, sh- the shot? I don't know the answer. I think just that it was a silver bullet will be enough to kill him, I think. Hey, but what if know. the bullet goes through the body? See, the thing is, if I shoot you in the heart with a lead bullet, you're dead. So okay. why is it special that it's silver? So it well, has to be a silver bullet. I think can get hit anywhere. But it has now, to what be. What is Marion doing? She's engaged. Oh yeah, but she likes guys tied up in chains. Yeah. It's a, she, it's the president's a, daughter's they, They're kinky. really doing good kissing right there. That was. That's pretty good. Now the phone rings, and who is it? It's the president, right? Right. And he says, "I need you for a speech with the leader of China or Japan. I forget which." So Jack says, oh, you do? Okay, unchain me, and I go with the president. It doesn't make any sense. I can't reach my typewriter without you unchaining me. It doesn't make any sense. The president who says, we better lock you up, says, oh, I've got this meeting with the guy from China, so I need you to write a speech. He's right away, Mr. President. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I'm so mad. Does he does he fly in Air Force One with the president? Yes, I think it's a helicopter though. What does Air this, Force Two? Not joking. This movie started in Hungary. It's called Werewolf in Washington, and it's going to end where? 
in Washington. Okay. It won't go to China. He doesn't go to China. Okay. This movie started off hungry, and now I'm famished. <laughs> You're famished. He goes, he makes some dumb joke. He goes, isn't your helicopter over here, Mr. President? And the president goes, they're all my helicopters. Turn it on. Maybe we'll all do it. Right. Well, they just ported. It was, it was funny because this doesn't, there's not a joke in this whole film. And he goes, isn't your president's helicopter over here? They're all my helicopters. <laughs> well, they're right now on Air Force One. Yeah. And uh, that's the good that's news. Joking. It's called the- Air Force Two. The bad news is the in-flight movie is Father's Day with Billy Crystal and Robin Williams. That is horrible. Yeah, it's Mr. Saturday Night 2 <laughs> with Billy Crystal. If you thought Mr. Saturday Night was bad. Okay, so I think it's the Prime Minister of Japan. But what, what happens here... Well, I'll tell you later. We have a little time. Let me okay. just let you know this Ginsburg, he, didn't, he doesn't own the film's copyright, and neither do the original producers they oh. just let it lapse and that's why we can watch this on youtube without any copyright problems oh that's interesting so the, the copyright lapsed on it and so it's public domain right it is public domain and i think i will do you know how sometimes i put the audio with it right they'll do that because they can't i stopped because of all the copyright stuff I second strike. hey i'm playing the, i'm going to play this movie for the rest of the show because uh, it's public domain <laughs> That's true. Oh, he's on Air Force One, and he went past the full moon. That's right, and he's going to start transforming, and only the Japanese guy will see it, and he'll freak out, and the president will be like, pay attention. <laughs> uh, I'm allergic he to peanuts. Change, right. And he goes, hey, what's going on with this guy? And the president ignores him. He does an impression of your Italian guy from the beginning. You first to the nation. Oh, let's listen to this. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, the only there's only one single print. You know how you see how crappy this looks. Sure. There's a single print of the werewolf of Washington at the Berkeley Art Museum and and Pacific Film archive and that's in your neck of the woods in san francisco right in berkeley the in new york city in ginsburg's apartment this 80 year old's apartment he's got his own dvd copy from germany it says when the film came out in 1973 german television bought it he said in those days if a tv station in germany bought a film they would show it once a week so everybody growing up in germany knows my film they know American uh, oh, werewolf in Washington. Yeah, in in like German, I don't know subtitles or. No, they probably dubbed it. I was, you know, uh, guys. We we hope you're enjoying this movie, and uh, at the end of this movie, I'll announce what the next film is. And I did find a bunch of films that I really liked, but it was a guy who had a channel. He was Russian, so it was all Russian uh, uh, dubbing over it. Oh, too bad. It was a Michael Winslow movie, a later later Michael Winslow movie, uh, and uh, it was just all Russian. Oh, it was called yeah, Buy and Sell. Buy and Sell. You can't understand what somebody's saying when they're Russian. Oh, sure, because they're, they're slurring they're the Russian. words. You know, because um, <laughs> they're Russian. So you can see Jack turns into a werewolf sitting right next to him, and... Nixon's going to jump out of the chopper that's landing. You know, the chopper's landing. I didn't think they went 
you can't just take a chopper to China. Never mind. A chopper to um, China from Washington D.C. No. Maybe in the logic of this movie, it's so silly. So they they this character, this president is going to jump out of the, chop, uh, the chopper, and there's going to be a big fight uh, with the werewolf, and the Secret Service just sort of stare at him. <laughs> He's like, Jack, you're you're the werewolf right now. <laughs> How come it's not going to be at the Pentagon? At you know what the. He's supposed to kill a victim at the Watergate Hotel, right? What's going on? Maybe he's flying. They're flying above the Watergate right now. Well, they're on the ground. Oh, they're on the, the ground. The chopper has landed. Yeah. Were they fighting inside the chopper? Yeah, it's, I think. There I was, think this is Air Force One, isn't it? Air Force Two. Oh, the vice president's. Oh, it's going to no, bite the president. The president's helicopter is called Air Force Two. And I actually saw Air Force Two once when George Bush uh, Sr. Uh, was running for president. I saw a speech. He came in on chopper. They flew in a fake air, uh, chopper first, uh-huh. Air Force Two. It says on the side of it, Air Force Two. It's pretty cool to see. They flew in a decoy first. But then he would actually fly, fly down. Now the right now the president is fighting the werewolf and all the secret service people are like, wow, holy cow, look at this! Hey, <laughs> he could do that. I bet I bet the president's gonna win. <laughs> I I, I could do this, boys. I'm the president. The funniest thing right now, Dean Stockwell's. They're like action. Right, they're fighting. You're on. This is my career. <laughs> this is what it's come to. He's been holding this whole movie the whole time. The president's no slouch. His name is Bill McGuire. He's been on many television shows, so many. I'm not going to tell Wait, you what they let are. let me guess. Bewitched. He played the mustached uh, ad executive of Bewitched. And then well, he, he was in Serpico. Uh-huh. That's a serious role. He what, he played, the must, he played the mustache florist on uh, the ground floor of Serpico's apartment? <laughs> Here's your dog food. So you're Serp- familiar with his career. Okay. Yeah. Now, the president has been bit. Okay? Oh, but he's yeah. not going to turn into a werewolf unless... So if, if he... does he... a joke. You should turn up the volume. Okay. Because... Oh, you probably... Perfectly clear. Nixon would always say that. I want to make one thing perfectly oh, clear. So... Just... Just only... Funny. He's fading. Okay, only if you know Nixon do you get that joke. I want to make one thing perfectly clear, and then he faints. Look at that weirdo in the background. Who oh, yeah. All the pictures and the... That's Stephen Miller. That is such a um, uh, Illuminati kind of person. Okay, here's Miriam back at right. the Watergate Hotel, and, and everything's the... fine. So she lit two candles on the table. What's it also on the table? Like a lantern? Wine. Um, it's wine in a ice chilling maybe a champagne it's like an ice chill bucket fancy it is ice chill bucket hello room service (laughs) bucket of your finest champagne okay so all the secret service were there all the police force of Washington D.C. was there but somehow Wolfman got away and he rings the doorbell and she's like come in Wolfman (laughs) 
So the food is the uh, Wolfman formula? What? That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so boring. Ding dong. Oh, Wolfman's here. Please come in. Let's listen to Wolfman, more of this public domain movie. Wolfman. Wolfman who? Wolfman. <laughs> Wolfman Janey. Wolfman is a metaphor for the Nixon administration. This Scream. woman's name is Jan House, and she was on As the World Turns soap opera, and she was on, I don't know, some show called The Edge of Night on Friday the 13th. Oh, it's a night, sure. She was sure. in a movie called The Orphan. I don't know. Oh, man. She was. She didn't do anything. So is this so the White House? Running, no, it's the Watergate Hotel. The Watergate the Hotel, last, right. The last. Now she's got the gun, and what does she do? Hey, she's the werewolf with the silver she bullet. A, she holds it like a peepee. You know, this, this is a big controversy. I'm sure you read about Werewolf Gate. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, in guns' rights, they want to ban guns. You yeah. can't just shoot a werewolf into Watergate. <laughs> wow, he's a, such an actor. He's, you know, Chewbacca yeah. this film. Oh, yeah, Chewbacca found this movie offensive. Look how happy she looks. I Yay, shot a werewolf. I killed a, I killed a werewolf. It's broad daylight. Why is the Attorney General of the United States is here? Oh, no, and now you... fiancé. You know, now that you kill a werewolf, you have to watch the transformation from werewolf to human. That's the money shot. Yeah, and you are not going to see it. Oh, it's, it's oh here so we go. Bad. He's a werewolf? Well, uh, I got shot. Feel good. Oh, oh he's right. fading. You here are going to see it. He is. He's turning back to human. That's the ultimate, like, fuck you. It's like, who's the werewolf? You shoot him, and he's like, it's me, motherfuckers. <laughs> I have a werewolf in your ass. You fucking werewolf. Com- yeah. Com- the, the psychiatrist dude is going to be like, you know, we can keep this. The attorney general is like, we got to shelter the president. We got to keep this hidden. And he goes, well, look at him. He's a human being. I mean, nobody needs to report what we saw. Right. Oh, he's back there. He's, he won't tell. Who's the guy on the right? Who is that? That's Kissinger. Not the president. What? Oh, maybe it's uh, Spiro Agnew? Oh, no, it's the, it's the fiancé. Uh, no, the fiancé is there with the Navy hat. Oh. You think about the guy in the back? By the, the way, back? the fiancé's name is Beeson Carol, Carol and... Uh-huh. Heroin? He was in Bananas. Really? He I'm was into on Banana. MASH. Do you remember Margaret was going to marry Penobscot? That was him. Oh. Well, what happened? I, I don't think good things happened. Was he killed? Uh, he was... What? No, yeah, he's dead. No, no, I mean I in MASH. Did his character get killed? Like, Hot Lips, I'm going to marry you and love yeah. you forever. I think that's right. I think he did get killed. Yeah. But I'm more interested that he was in Bananas with Woody Allen. I mean, what did he do? He's also in a movie that I don't know, but everyone knows its name. It's called Rounders. You know that film? Is that the, the Fokker movie with uh, Matt Damon and uh, Edward Norton? They go to uh, poker halls and they, they fleece everybody. They're rounders. Should, is it worth seeing? Should I see it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Fokker became a thing, and that's a definitely that. I would say the, probably the best poker movie I saw was Lucky You. Uh, with uh, Eric Bennett and, and Drew Barrymore, but yeah, Rounders is good. You should totally see it. It's a, it's kind of a classic. As okay. uh, John uh, Malkovich kind of does his thing, and 
you know, there's a lot of holes oh, in it. Oh, wait a second. Is that the one in which he has the Oreos as chips? Yeah, he has Oreos as chips. Okay, I've seen it. It's, it's forgettable. <laughs> Let's have to think of another movie called Rounders. People, feel free to correct us. We don't really... Uh, this the whole premise of this movie is that I've heard about Werewolf in Washington, and I know it's a right. Nixon thing, but this is the first time I had a chance to see it. Yeah. So it ends. So yeah, it's it over. Now, what we hear is this president giving a speech, and then during the speech, he turns into a werewolf. All right, let's listen to it. Clifton James. Best wishes during my recent illness. Secondly, yeah, Clifton James was the sheriff. I know I can count on your support as I lash out against the enemies of America. Republicans white as well as black who have circulated it's not trained to world rumors yet. holding members of my Here I hear I'll do it. Oh. Well no, it doesn't come quick. You got to wait. My we should hear it. It's All the right. final punchline. It's it's uh, copyright free. And God bless you one and all. I mean, God my, bless you all as a country. One at a time. Empty corridors of this great house. Wrestling with... Oh, I don't know why they waited so long. Most of the people would have left the theater. No, I want to know who the production manager is. I'm going to sit through the whole credits. If I'm... Right. Who was who was key grip again? Honey, shh, I'm trying to listen to the fake president. But the very office of the presidency. Who was best boy in the film? We have really we have job. a zero tolerance of uh, werewolves and policy. So, I think it's coming. Here it comes. And so. Right here it comes. Yeah, definitely. All right, here it comes. And so. All right, Carl, here it comes. Wake up, Carl. It's coming. Glenn Cove, police department. Yep. Special thanks to... Long Island Railroad, L.I.R. Great Sounds Airline School. Oh, no. Okay, there he goes. President, U.S. Department of Interior. NBC Radio. The producers like to thank werewolves everywhere. Mr. Jack Ward. <laughs> and Bobby Vampire. Oh, come on. Our holy, fictitious... Holy. Holy. You were obviously doing Nixon. They're not fictitious. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't have to kill a... You don't have to kill a vampire with a, with a cross. Either. Can you hear me, Carl? No. Yeah, you don't have to kill a vampire with a cross. Once again, that's somehow Dracula. I don't know about the killing part. Somehow, Dracula doesn't like the lights. He doesn't like... which He doesn't like church? No. Somebody... Holy water burns somebody. Well, it's so funny because it's like... It, it really depends on what time of day you are and what part of the country. Like, you know, it might be daylight mm-hmm. elsewhere. Uh, so, Carl, uh, that was exciting. Really good to watch that uh, political yeah. horror movie, The uh, Werewolf of Washington. And uh, it was good. Which claimed to be a comedy, but I didn't see any comedy. No, no, I saw some serious bowling. Uh, Next week's movie (laughs) is, uh, I decided to go with an an 80s teen sex comedy, and it's a sequel, had nothing to do with the original. And uh, it's a classic, I've seen it a hundred times. Here's the trailer Uh from 1986. Next week's movie is Hard Bodies 2. So I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer. For the girls... 
for the guys. What has he got that we haven't got? Are you ready for Hard Bodies 2? We're making movies on location. They're oversexed. Ali Ali Oxen Free. Overexposed. And overseas. And get ready to party again. Heart Bodies 2. Adventures in Paradise. Heart Bodies 2. Vestron Video International. There we go. That's this a lot of times. What's that? You've seen this a million times? Yeah, so there was Hard Bodies and then Hard Bodies 2, and uh, they have nothing to do with each other. And Hard Bodies, the original, is a very charming one, which is not really on YouTube. Uh, but I've seen two more often than one. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's just Was like, it one of those like always on HBO kind of films? Absolutely, or? yeah. Oh, sure. Ah, gotcha. So and I'm those sure those films you get to know so intimately because you're you're a kid and you watch it all the time. And, and this yeah. this yeah, and this movie is about making a teen comedy, so it's very meta. And uh, so that uh, that'll be next week's movie. And uh, so if you go ahead and watch it. You know, go ahead and spank one out for uh, before you actually listen to us. It'll be embarrassed, awkward if you uh, do it during our show. Uh, and that'll be our movie. Uh, Carl, where can people see you in the tri-state area? They can see me at Scotty's, but I forget the date. So go to Carl.Sucks. Go to Carl.Sucks uh, for all of Carl's thing. I was just on a mutiny radio show last night uh, Pam, on Friday night called Pamtastic's Comedy, uh, uh, Club, Comedy Clubhouse. And uh, I had a really good set. So go ahead and why don't you go follow uh, Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse feed or check it out from... Uh, June 23rd. So anyway, uh, thank you guys so much. Oh, yeah, please donate. We have two ways to donate. We would love for you to go to our GoFundMe page. It's called Muni Radio Summer 2018. And uh, our goal is to reach $3,000 uh, to cover a lot of expenses here. Otherwise, we may not make it through the summer. And uh, we're halfway through, but you know, we'd love for you to, to contribute if you enjoy the show. We don't do advertising. And Carl and I don't really want anything in between. Right. And, you know what? Two hours have passed. So at this point, please help us out. Uh, you can also go to muniradio.fm and I'll take you to PCR Collective and there'll be a PayPal link and you can donate $5 through PayPal if you like to keep it that way. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much. I'm going to be at Kavika's Ocean Beach Deli at 5.30 today. So if you're listening live, come on by in San Francisco by Old Playland by the Beach. Uh, Carl, thank you so much for being here. and doing, Thank you. Uh, and 5.30's already passed, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I better run. No, uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, so, Carl, thank you so much. And thank you, audience, for listening. And thank you, Mini Radio. And uh, thank you, Werewolf of Washington. We'll see you again. Bye. Great. Bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube With Mike Spiegelman Let's watch a full-length this song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to pee outdoors. Follow me on Twitter 
jokes to call the French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or 
You can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Things. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, got a great place to listen to crazy things. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship 
as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2pm. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2pm. brings you visual and auditory are you tired are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts are ye on a raft without a patter well gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny Horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Listen to MutinyRadio.fm. My name is David Stolowitz. Welcome to Getting Sketchy, our weekly incredibly sketchy workshop where we work on all styles of comedy and practice until we're perfect. That's the idea. Malcolm Gladwell says it takes 10,000 hours or about 10 years on average to get to that point. I don't know. I'm five years in and I'm feeling sick of waiting, so we'll see. Stay tuned.
This is MutinyRadio.fm. I'm David Stolowitz. We've got a couple of friends here in the studio working on various projects. I got Bucko here from the South Bay. You can listen to him uh, Fridays at RadioValencia.fm. And uh, we've also got Mike Spiegelman, who's got uh, a sketch show next month. Uh, Mike, what was the date on that? April 14th. Um, with uh, your friend Colin, right? Yeah, okay. Check it out. And then uh, our new friend Christine, who has joined us and uh, is going to be working on some stuff on and off stage. It's been uh, been a difficult week for the country, but uh, lots of good things going on too. It's positive. Uh, we had a beautifully green St. Patrick's Day here in the Bay Area, and uh, I don't know. It's like there's a lot of chaos going on in the world, and I can always fixate on that. But there's a lot of good things, too. And just lately, I've been seeing a lot of beauty in my life with plants and animals and, yes, even people. (laughs) They surprise you occasionally. So uh, I'm just trying to stay on the positive spin. I've been very angry for a very long time in my life, and it has not been terribly productive. I mean, not that anger is something you can just suppress or shove under the table, but there's healthy ways to deal with it, you know, like exercise or creativity. To a point, though. Um, I read something interesting the other day. I was looking up uh, styles of comedy, because I do improv games at Blue Chip in San Jose, and... uh, One of the things they were talking about was self-deprecating humor and how people can fall into traps with that with their family. Like when kids are young, they want to get attention, and sometimes the only way they can get that attention is negative if everybody's laughing at them. So they start subconsciously playing a role and going along with it. And then later, if you try to be a comedian, that can actually be a hindrance sometimes. Like a little self-deprecation is okay, but if you're always doing it, you can undervalue yourself then you won't uh, work as hard. You won't uh, insist you get paid a reasonable wage. You uh, will hide and mask your real need for dignity and honor and respect. 